June's Journey is a fascinating hidden object mystery gaming app where you'll play as June Parker, tasked with a daunting obligation, solve your sister's murder. Set in the 1920s, the era of glitz and glam, this family mystery is one for the ages. Everyone's a suspect until your investigation determines otherwise. The clues are all around you, hidden within tricky twists and turns. You'll collect detailed information about each character in your photo album where you'll comb over every detail. You can even join a detective's club to chat and play with others or against them in the detective's league. With hundreds of puzzles to solve, you should probably get started today. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with highly anticipated new releases. The time is now more than ever to embrace the breathtaking, sinister, and shocking tales that can enthrall you, especially with brand new exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped, like Amy Tintera's Listen for the Lie. With exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors, captivating sound design, and dynamic performances, Audible brings these stories to life like never before. And as a member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. President's COVID battle plan. It was designed with the components to give people the relief they needed. The Biden call for unity. There isn't anything we can't do if we do it together. Night of mayhem in the Northwest. We've had multiple sites that have been vandalized. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. On the first full day of his presidency, Joe Biden makes his pandemic push. Amid his call for unity, there's new executive action as his plan to fight COVID-19 and handle other critical issues comes into sharper focus. Here's CBS's Ed O'Keefe. President Biden's new nationwide COVID strategy includes getting 100 million vaccines into the arms of Americans by the end of April and safely reopening schools in the next 100 days. The Biden administration plans to set up vaccine centers at stadiums and community centers and to deploy federal personnel to help administer shots. Overall, Mr. Biden is expected to sign 10 executive orders today that, among other things, require mask wearing on planes and trains and establish a health equity task force focused on racial disparities. Mr. Biden and his staff got straight to work on day one. And I thought with the state of the nation today, there's no time to waste, get to work immediately. In a redecorated Oval Office, the new president signed 17 other executive orders and actions, mostly rolling back President Trump's signature policies. They end the so-called Muslim travel ban, cancel the Keystone XL pipeline permit, and halt funding for the southern border wall. The U.S. will also rejoin the Paris Climate Accord. And White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said there would be a return to regular briefings. When the president asked me to serve in this role, we talked about the importance of bringing truth and transparency back to the briefing room. White House correspondent Weijia Jiang tells us about the celebration to launch the new administration. We have learned again that democracy is precious. Because of you, democracy has prevailed. Newly inaugurated President Joe Biden addressed the nation last night from the Lincoln Memorial. I've never been more optimistic about America than I am this very day. And I'm feeling The nighttime celebration brought together musical performances. It's a new day. Tributes to frontline workers. 
and a taped appearance by three former presidents. The fact that the three of us are standing here talking about a peaceful transfer of power speaks to the uh, institutional integrity of our country. We will be available in any ways that we can as citizens to help you guide our country forward. Another sign of the power shift in Washington can be found on Capitol Hill. As we hear from CBS News congressional correspondent Nicole Killian. So help you, God. I do. Congratulations. Democrats took back the majority as Vice President Kamala Harris swore in Georgia Senators Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff and her own replacement. With both chambers and the White House now in Democrats' control, party leaders have not indicated when an impeachment trial for former President Trump could begin, instead appealing for unity. The Democratic majority will strive to make this important work bipartisan. Our country deserves for both sides to find common ground. But the president's policy agenda may not be as widely embraced. From a new immigration package to a COVID relief plan, Republican Senator Mitt Romney is among those balking at the $1.9 trillion price tag to deliver new aid to struggling Americans. There were another 4,200 COVID deaths reported in this country yesterday. CBS's David Begno reports the new president's aggressive vaccine plan runs up against the current reality. Many states are running out of doses. More elected officials are saying the same thing to the federal government. Double, triple what you're sending us. We're ready. That's the Detroit mayor, Mike Duggan. He says he has the full capability to get his city fully vaccinated in three months, but he's just not getting enough vaccine to do it. We could handle 25,000 vaccinations a week. Right now, we're scheduling 6,000. Both the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines require two shots. And to make sure they have that second shot set aside, some officials are halting new vaccinations. That's exactly what happened at Baptist Health in Miami. In San Francisco, officials say they're going to run out of doses today. In New York City, Mayor Bill de Blasio says they have the capacity to vaccinate 300,000 people a week, but they're going to begin to run out of doses today, too. We've had to tell 23,000 New Yorkers who had an appointment this week that they will not be able to get that appointment. Rivka Press-Schwartz was one of those who lost her appointment. It creates anxiety and maybe even a little bit of a sense of panic. I don't quite understand scheduling appointments for which you didn't have doses. It was a night of protests and violence in Portland, Oregon. (laughs) Windows were smashed and damage done at the city's Democratic headquarters. Others marched on ICE headquarters, at least eight arrests. Trouble in Seattle, too. Police spokeswoman Valerie Carson says windows were broken at a federal courthouse and other locations. We've had multiple sites that have been vandalized, but once things start to get destructive and property starts being damaged, that is usually when we will step in and try and make arrests. A self-described leader of the Proud Boys, the far-right extremist group, was one of two Florida men arrested yesterday for their roles in the Capitol attack. 37-year-old Joseph Biggs wore what appeared to be a walkie-talkie during the storming of the building, but insists he was not in on the organization of the violence. All three National Guard members on board were killed on a training flight when their helicopter crashed in a farmer's field in western New York. Local Sheriff Todd Baxter says a witness 911 call indicated the chopper was flying low with its engines sputtering. It's with very heavy hearts that we gather here. I think we've proven again that freedom is not free with this horrific crash that occurred here in the town of Menden. In the tale of two huge lottery jackpots. That first number up is 53. Powerball numbers last night. There is one winning ticket for the $730 million prize. It was sold in Maryland. The Mega Millions lottery will draw for a $970 million jackpot on Friday night.
Flashback to 1990, NASCAR's big race. And an amazing finish. The Whitcomb Racing Team has won it. Derek Cope wins his only Daytona 500. Now there's word at age 62 he'll get behind the wheel for this year's event. Disharmony in Great Britain, where some famous musicians are waking up to the reality that Brexit could hurt their careers. Elton John and Sting, among those charging the British government, failed to negotiate an artist's waiver that would have granted them continued free access to Europe. It's a mess at the moment. Cellist Stephen Isserlis. Not only are we going to have to get visas to tour in Europe, but we're going to have to get different sorts of visas for each of the 27 countries, which does stuff up our touring lives. The music Musicians left watching British and European officials blaming each other for the discord. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. Moments after Joe Biden swearing in, the head of the agency that runs The Voice of America resigned. Michael Pack created an uproar when he fired the boards of all network outlets. VOA was also criticized when a reporter was reassigned after asking then-Secretary of State Mike Pompeo questions. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. Nancy's love story could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels. She was a romance mystery writer who happens to be married to a chef. But this story didn't end with a happily ever after. When I stepped into the kitchen, I could see that Chef Brophy was on the ground and I heard somebody say, call 911. As writers, we'd written our share of murder mysteries. So when suspicion turned to Dan's wife, Nancy, we weren't that surprised. The first person they look at would be the spouse. We understand that's usually the way they do it. But we began to wonder, had Nancy gotten so wrapped up in her own novels... There are murders in all of the books. ...that she was playing them out in real life? You can listen to Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy, early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings early and ad-free on Wondery Plus. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital edition wherever you get your books.